0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to episode sixty-eight of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's guest I was super excited for is Eric Frazier. He's a former defensive back in the CFL. If you don't know what the CFL is, the best football league in the in the whole wide world. It's way better than the NFL. I enjoy it. Um, Eric was a like I said defensive back. He played in the CFL for Calgary. He played for Ottawa. He played for BC. I was super excited to have him on, not only because he was a CFL player but also because he does food challenges. I've wanted to have somebody that does food challenges on for a while. So, like I said, I'm super excited to have him on. He gets into the food challenges on the podcast. He gets really in-depth about it, so I was pretty happy about it. So I hope you enjoy the episode. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. And being part of the Alberta Podcast Network, I like to promote other podcasts. So this week's podcast shout-out is going to the Two and Out CFL Podcast. It's hosted by Travis Kirsch and Brazilian Ty, both incredible guys. Um, I really like their podcast. It keeps me up to date with everything that I missed out during the week when I can't see a game. So, like I said, awesome, awesome podcast if you like CFL. And like I said earlier, I have a CFL player that was on the show, so it ties in perfectly. It's a new CFL season. Week one's already in the books. Looking forward to Week 2. Hopefully the Stampeders can come back and get a win this week so like i said listen to the two out two and out cfl podcast they're also on the alberta podcast network and it's a great podcast so give it a listen mess hall podcast hey! today i have eric frazier here welcome to the mess hall podcast it's great to have you so um i'm gonna start out i've seen on twitter you're doing like some big food competitions or not competitions but challenges i guess is a better way to describe it yeah what brought you to a competition like that or challenge like that
1: yeah first off i mean thanks for having me on I guess the, the first one I ever did was, uh, well, I guess a long time ago, randomly, this was probably back in my elementary school days, I was over at my dad's house, and there was like an ice cream eating contest at a local festival, and so I went in, and I, I don't even remember if I won it or not, it was just kind of like a how much ice cream can you eat kind of thing, you know, and you're like, I was, I was 11 or 12 at the time, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is perfect, it's like <laughs> free all the ice cream you can eat kind of thing. But uh, I guess these, like, bigger, like, restaurant food challenges started probably, I would say, a year and a half ago, maybe. I worked up in the Yukon, uh, that was the summer of 2017, and it was when I got back, we were out to eat at Canadian Brewhouse in, in Abbotsford, and uh, it was my girlfriend's, uh, like, work. They, if someone was leaving or it was someone's birthday or something and so there was no like um idea to go out and do it but we were there and there's this Rita a challenge on there which is like a it's like a six patty burger and like a big poutine and everyone's like joking around it was I hadn't trained for it I'd already I don't care I might have eaten already in the day and someone was was joking about like who could ever eat that and I was like oh I can I can eat that for sure like it wouldn't <laughs> be a problem and uh and so I went to work and it was like, I did it, I think you get 40 minutes or something for that one. And I did it in like 21 minutes or something. And, uh, and I guess that was kind of the start of all of them. Yeah. So
0: is it something you now enjoy?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the fun part about it, it's just kind of challenging myself, you know, it's kind of weird to say, but in a competitive way, it's just to kind of, you know, see what I'm kind of capable of now that I'm not, you know, playing sports or whatever um, in a competitive sense. So it's just kind of uh, testing myself. It's kind of weird too, because before you do them, there's kind of like, you know, you're not going to feel great after, but you're also excited for like the challenge that's going to come up. So it's kind of this like interesting, like, not really. You hate yourself, but it's like you're gonna hate <laughs> yourself after potentially. You're gonna feel a little bit gross for a couple hours, but um, yeah. I mean, I I enjoy doing them now. Now, do you get an audience
0: around you as you're doing it, or just people on looking here and there? Yeah, I
1: think that's more of it. Just people at the restaurants are are on looking. I don't know. If, I've got a little bit of of a following. It seems now when I post them on uh, on Twitter, people are kind of commenting and responding to them. But it's funny, of the past few, I've gone with my girlfriend and one time I was in the the bathroom when the food came out and someone commented asking if she was going to eat the whole, (laughs) this whole like big sandwich and she's very, she's small, like five foot, kind of a hundred pounds. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's more just the people in the restaurant at the time kind of looking over like, what's this guy doing over here? Yeah. Um, so what other challenges have you done? Besides so
0: big burger. Um,
1: yeah, so I did that. I've actually done the one at, at Brewhouse twice. I did one at it's an once here in Calgary. And then there was kind of a big gap, and then I had my eyes on um, at Pig & Duke. They have, I can't remember the name of the challenge. It's like the Pig Burger or something like that. Um, and I had my eye on it for a while, and, and then one day I was just like, I'm going to go do it, and I actually had a friend from work come with me. He's like, I'm going to give it a shot, too. <laughs> Um, so I did that one and it was pretty tough. I got in just before the 40 minutes and then after that, uh, there's a place on Edmonton Trail called Uncle Mo's Donair
0: and there was like a
1: one kilo Donair or something like that. Um, that one wasn't too difficult. I think it was 20 minutes or just over 20 minutes and it was like 40 minutes or an hour you got for it. And then from there, I think it might've been... Regina, possibly. Um, and that was kind of the other part of it, is that as I'm a pilot, and so the idea was that I could, you know, travel to these other cities, and while I'm there, say, on a like a layover, not right now, we don't do layovers, but, um, you know, in my work now, we'll fly somewhere, sit for the day, and then fly home. So I started finding ones outside of Calgary. And, uh, yeah, so we did one in Regina. It was like three pounds of pasta oh, and three pounds of, it was supposed to be three pounds of spaghetti sauce like a meat uh, a red sauce um and uh and like half a loaf of garlic bread and and I destroyed that one spaghetti was actually pretty easy to eat Uh some things I I mean you find different things have different textures and spaghetti is really like moist and slippery so it's hard like it's easy just to like chew and swallow chew and swallow like like meat and stuff can sometimes be a little bit more difficult bread is is a little more difficult um, and then after, after Regina, I think was Loops and that was, I think it was five or six pound Reuben sandwich, which was actually really good. And it had like, I don't know, it was like a pound of like five different meats essentially. Oh, okay. Um, which made it a little nicer to eat because it's just like changing the variety and the, and the flavor and, and yeah, it was, it wasn't actually too bad. And that one's actually neat. I still... Um, I have to create a sandwich for them because people that finish that challenge get to like create a sandwich for their menu. Nice. And so I think I was the fourth person to do that, but I just haven't got around to, to thinking something up. So if, if you or your followers, you know, have, uh, you know, sandwich suggestions, um, you know, I'm all for it cause I'm kind of not, I don't eat a lot of sandwiches. I'm not a big sandwich person anymore. So I don't really know what makes a good sandwich. Um, after that, there's one here and another one here in Calgary. I found at Pin Bar, which was like uh, what was what was that one? Uh, like corned beef or something or something like okay. that. And it was a sandwich and a lot of fries, um, which was decently challenging. And then the last one I did was actually the first one that I lost was at a place just north of Red Deer in Blackfolds. At uh, I can't think of the name of the bar right now. I got a picture of the name somewhere. And it wasn't so much the burger was done pretty quickly, but I made the bad decision of getting a Caesar. You had choice: Caesar salad, garden salad, or fries. And I don't know if I'd be able to do it with anything, just because the amount that they're giving you is, is so huge. But the Caesar salad just wasn't a good choice at all. Like, no. the There's a lot of dressing and uh, and salad. I find is just pretty hard to eat you know, and okay. quickly and in large quantities. Um, so at some point I'll probably head back there and just see if I can finish it, not necessarily in the 30 minute time limit, but just see if I can finish the whole meal just to, you know, to kind of do it because I think I can. And, you know, if you get a loss, you want to avenge your loss. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, at some point I'll come back around and, and just try to finish that meal. So which one was your favorite? Ooh, I think the one in Kamloops, just because like you get the sandwich kind of thing on, on the, uh. On the wall, and it was actually, it was it was pretty tasty. Um, it's a pretty good sandwich. Nice. But, uh, you know, obviously the one up in, I think, Blackfolds, I've still got my eye on it, obviously, because of my first loss. And, uh, and yeah, it was just, it's a ton of food, and, and so it's, you know, presents a pretty good challenge. Oh, okay. Why the Caesar salad instead of fries? Just to go with something healthy, or? I, no, I don't know. I just, for some reason, I thought, like, Someone else had done it before and said they got Caesar salad, and I was like, it might be a little bit, like, lighter, so you might be able to eat it a little bit better. But, yeah, thinking back on it, it should have definitely been the fries. And then, and then I'm not saying that I would have done, done it in the 30 minutes with the fries, but, um, you know, I'm someone that hates leaving food on my plate, and the Caesar salad, by, like, <laughs> by the time the 30 minutes was up, I was just, like... I wasn't eating any more of that Caesar salad. Like, that was the first time I was kind of like, I'm on the edge of, like, not feeling so great here, so. Oh, okay. Um, And I don't know if that was just from, like, the kind of the sweetness and the texture of the sauce and everything or or what it was, but. uh, Interesting. Yeah.
0: This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing for local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. Park Power has low overhead, and chances are you'll save money if you switch. You can find out how much money you'll switch by visiting parkpower.ca and plugging in your numbers into the Alberta Energy Savings Calculator. If you decide to switch, it's easy. Nothing changes about your service, only the price you pay. Learn more at parkpower.ca. So you were once a professional athlete, yeah. CFL. Yeah, um, I'm a huge CFL fan, by the way. Okay. It's awesome to have you here. Yeah. Um what has changed since you were playing, your playing days and now that you're not?
1: How has food changed in your life? Um, you know what? I've actually tried to keep my diet pretty similar to uh, to when I was playing. Obviously, I, I can't eat as much, which is crazy considering that I'm doing these, you know, food challenges where it's probably three, 4,000 calories in a single sitting. Yeah. Um, but I'd say... I, it, I've tried to keep it pretty consistent. I ate, I ate pretty well when I played in the CFL and, and when I was playing sports. And I, I try to do that now just because with my job now, um, flying, it's just a lot of sitting, right? And so if I'm not eating really well, um, one, I just don't feel as good. And, uh, and two, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, control my weight and keep my weight down because I don't want to get... Uh, you know, too heavy because there's things high blood pressure and stuff like that that can affect your medical when you're flying. So, um, yeah, I, I, I try to try to eat pretty well. It's not always perfect, but um, you know, it's a constant battle, I guess. Yeah. So
0: you're flying around, or like even in CFL days, you're traveling a lot. Yeah. Are there any
1: cities that you were looking forward to to go if you were to have food there? Oh, definitely. And the CFL was uh, it was Montreal. Um, you know, first off when we got to Montreal was either like Schwartz or Dunn's, uh, one of those places that does Montreal smoked meat and get a, a smoked meat sandwich. And, uh, yeah, it'd be straight from the airport to the hotel and then switch clothes, get in a cab and head there, Nice. get a couple of smoked meat sandwiches and then come back and take a nap because <laughs> uh, that's, that kind of puts you to sleep pretty quickly, especially if you get the, uh, the fattier cuts there. Nice. Um, yeah, so Montreal, I'd say it was probably the big one for, uh for food, that's the one place that I always kind of look forward to going for the the smoked meat. Nice, nice.
0: So, do you have it, well, I guess when you were playing, did you have any crazy traditions before the game, like any food traditions or anything like that, or, like, is
1: there something you had to eat before a game? Um, I don't, I'm trying to think if there was, obviously something like some sort of complex carb, rice, um. Not really necessarily like spaghetti or pasta, but yeah, like rice or or um, oats or something more of a slow digesting carbohydrate just to kind of fill your muscles up. Um, you know, a little bit of white rice and that uh, kind of starchy carbs to to uh, replenish glycogen and stuff. But um, you know, I tried to do like like I'd stay away from Gatorade because I was I didn't really like the whole like high fructose corn syrup as a yeah. As an energy source during games, I, um, you know, things like dates and stuff, a little bit more natural source of, of sugar. I don't know if that's a great idea or not, but um, it seemed like it at the time, and, and they seemed to, to feel me pretty good. So I, I don't know. I took some interesting approaches, I think, to, to my diet. And, um, you know, I was always looking for people, like input from, from trainers and nutritionists and stuff. Nice. Uh, ways that I could improve my diet and, and improve my, impor- improve my performance through my diet. Cool.
0: Um, was there like team meals before games or
1: there on the road there generally was at, at home. It was just kind of up to, uh, up to you, whatever the player wanted kind of thing. Um, but yeah, on the road there was, there, we definitely had a team meal, like a team meal kind of thing at the hotel. Okay. Um, and it was generally, there was some sort of like lean protein, usually chicken breast, salad, pasta, some sort of rice, um, you know, generally whole foods and uh, you know, healthier choices than like, you know, fried foods for instance or something like that. Yeah. Um something on kind of the performance side of things that would that would, you know, hopefully prepare us to uh, to play. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um so I I'm intrigued by that and I'm still intrigued by the uh the food challenges any food challenges
1: coming up that you're looking forward to there's one in drumheller that's not i don't it's it's based on a time and the time right now is like nine thirty six. i think is what the guy said when i'm when i talked to him at the restaurant it's i think it's like brothers or big brothers in drumheller and it's like a 20 ounce burger and like a on a big patty and some you know lettuce tomatoes that kind of thing um so that's definitely on the list. There's a couple in Edmonton, but that's just a matter of kind of driving up there and getting the time to do that. Um, you know, I don't know if I want to take a, a weekend trip to Edmonton or not. <laughs> uh, if I'm doing a weekend trip, I'll probably, I would probably rather go down to Montana or something. But, yeah, um, yeah, I'm always looking for them. Oh, I forgot one, too. I did one, a five-pound burrito in Vancouver at Taco Mar on May 5th when oh, I was yeah. out there, but... Uh, no, I'm, I mean I'm always looking for them. There's, there is a website to find them, but it's sometimes they're you know old. They're not still current, and uh, so it's you know I found that it's good to call call around and, and ask before actually driving out there because I did that one time and they're like no this is hasn't been on the menu for six months or a year or whatever. Oh jeez. Um, so,
0: do you watch other videos like of other big eaters like say Magic
1: yeah. Mitch or? Randy Santel or I have watched I can't remember I watched some guy that was just kind of tips and stuff for the the food challenges and some of it, most of it was kind of stuff I was doing already like things like eating the proteins and the fats first and then leaving carbohydrates to the end um you know the one kind of neat tip that I got was to have like water but then also like a lemonade or or an iced tea um just for those where you're constantly eating the same thing over and over just to give you give you a little bit different flavor oh okay. can help with flavor fatigue a little bit um, but that's it's kind of the weird thing is that I can eat a lot but I'm not like I wouldn't call myself a I mean most people would disagree but I'm not a super fast eater like in a competitive way like I people that just kind of like swallow without chewing hmm. um, but I like I said I can't eat a lot so um, I don't know, maybe I should watch some of those videos and see what the technique, techniques are to get things down a little quicker because I find a lot of times I do. I end up with like a mouthful of food and then I spend a little bit, you know, focusing on swallowing the food that's in my mouth before taking more. So it probably slows me down a bit, but. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it never hurts to kind of work new strategies and try to, you know, figure out ways to get better. So why the protein and the fats first and then the carbs? Or is it just. I, I think it just has to do. I think like bread and those things, for instance, will like almost like expand a little bit, oh, okay. um, and I think yeah, the proteins and the fats will just like. Uh, I think it's the digestion thing as well, um, but yeah, like like carbs and those are more. I think they're more like filling, and they'll. Um, sorry, I guess that's the other way around. The the carbs are more filling, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah, the, like, I guess the, the like, I've always thought, like, bread will like, will kind of expand and fill your stomach up, um, but thinking about it from, like, a scientific perspective, I think the protein and fat is what would make you feel more full, but I guess that's a reason to do it at the beginning, because if your stomach's already full and then you start adding those at the end, Yeah. Um, you know... I don't know, but, yeah, everyone suggested carbs and, and fat first, so that's kind of...
0: Yeah, it's just interesting that you go into it with a strategy. And... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that, well, that's why I see some people try these, and it's like they're just trying to eat a burger like it's a burger, and, like, that's that's not going to work. Like, you, uh, okay. I, I think it's definitely a good, like I said, to go in with a strategy, and for me, it's always, yeah, meat first, and then um, bread, and then, obviously, like, your fries and that at the end. Cool. Um... So, what does a day in the life of like just regular meals look for like for you? So this is kind of this is part of the reason I think that I can do them as well is that I do what's called uh, omad or one meal a day Okay um, so generally I won't eat anything like depending on what where I'm flying. I'll be up from anywhere from like four in the morning till maybe I'll be up at five if I'm going to the gym before an eight a m checkout and I won't get home until anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30. And then at 7.30 when I get home, that's kind of when I eat my food for the day. And so it, um, I generally start off with a big plate of vegetables and then a salad and uh, a little bit, uh, usually an avocado, and then it'll be some sort of protein after that, whether it's um, like lean hamburger, chicken, lean turkey, um and then, what do I have after that? I have eggs it's been a I've been eating a little bit less lately, but for a while it was like six eggs and uh and a fruit smoothie with protein in it, and then some sort of uh carbohydrate, whether that's rice or oatmeal oatmeal's been the the uh pretty big one uh lately mm-hmm. and I'll mix protein powder in there and some peanut butter oh interesting
0: yeah. Just yeah. to
1: give it a little bit different flavor and add some, add some more fats and protein to it as well.
0: Cool. So, what does your girlfriend think of you doing these competitions? Is she
1: standing right by you, cheering yeah, you on? Or? She she enjoys it. She likes coming along and and uh, and cheering me on. And she likes. Well, she helps with the social media, taking the pictures and stuff for me. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm sure in the back of her head, she thinks it's a little bit weird. <laughs> but uh, she probably thinks it's weird that I only eat one meal a day too so yeah, um, you know what I find for, for diet is that it's whatever works for the person right whatever your goals are if, if your diet what you're doing is working for you to achieve your goals then you know that's the best diet for you it's not necessarily you know eating five meals a day with you know a couple snacks in between or um, eating a keto diet or whatever it's just for me it's one meal a day works for me with the schedule that I have right now. And, um, you know, it's helping me achieve my goals in the gym and, and physically I feel good. So, um, so it's working for me.
0: So so I'm going to wrap it up there. Thanks for coming
1: on. Yeah.
0: Uh, where can people find you on social media and stuff so they can check out your
1: food adventures? Yeah. So I'm just on Twitter. It's uh, E Fraser zero zero seven. Um, and yeah, I updated a little bit. It's been mostly food challenges lately but here and there i'll put some some flying pictures up on there and some uh, flying videos when i get the opportunity um so yeah check it out uh i'm not sure when the next food challenge will be whenever i get up to uh, to drum it could be next weekend or in a couple weekends just have to wait and see what the schedule uh, permits for me
0: awesome and again thanks for coming on this is awesome yeah thanks for having me on